0: Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Reko are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's Thursday. Al's over there. I'm over here, but we're in the same room. You just can't see us because CBS Sports Network turns the cameras off when we come in here, and they don't. I don't know why they don't put like our little segments on during commercial breaks. And can you turn your phone off? Oh, sorry, we just Jerry. started. I'm on the internet. Anyhow, that's all well and good. That's fine. Um. Chris Bryant was in today as we're wrapping up the Boomer and Carton show, which is kind of cool since this is the post-game podcast. A couple of things I thought. Number one, really seemed like a really cool guy. Now, he had 19 people with him, but he seemed like a very cool guy. I love the story about his dad basically telling him to stay grounded with the money and all that. The line about... Really being into teeth was weird, and you
1: tweeted that immediately, which was tremendous. Yeah, he said if he wasn't a baseball player, he would want to be a dentist because he was really into teeth. Whatever that means.
0: <laughs> yes, it was interesting. It was like I thought Craig pointed up perfectly. You're like the guy Rudolph, the poor little elf.
1: I wonder. Like my brother-in-law is a dentist. At what age do you guys want to be a dentist? I cannot imagine. Well, do you think that that has to? to do I mean, that.
0: I guess Chris Bryant would tell you differently because he wanted to be a dentist at a young age. I would
1: think it's people that don't want to be doctors. But wanna do what? Dental work. Dental work. I guess. They I don't know. S- they say that dentists have the highest rate of suicide among those types Why? of professionals. Yeah, because you're always dealing in people's mouths. And I don't know. I don't I don't remember what the reasoning was, but if you Google that, Jerry, that comes right up. Well,
0: I don't know that I'm gonna have time to Google so well, I'll, I'll give you word it for later it. and put it in an update. And so his girlfriend was here. She was attractive, seemed like a very nice yeah. lady. And I love the question Craig asked him about do you guys sit there and talk about how much money you're going to make in about five years because it's going to be, and think about this, literally and conservatively, it's going to be a third of a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, what I was thinking about the whole time, because his girlfriend was here, is what pressure it is to be her. I was trying to think, like, if uh, you're dating someone who's potentially, and right now has millions of dollars or potential millions of dollars. Well, he's made a lot already, sure. Right. So if you're in that position— You've got a nice life set up, if everything works out. So, do you not bring up stuff that bothers you in fear of that he'll you'll get into an argument? And he'll be like, you know what? I, I think I need to be by myself at this point. I, I would be paranoid of that. Uh, it's a great question because I think the
0: one <clears throat> the one athlete you really don't want to be married to is a baseball player because they're always on the road. Well, I mean, you can make the argument they're all going to do it. But not like I mean, baseball. And I don't know what baseball players are fooling around and which ones aren't. We have no idea. Here's what I know. When they go on road trips, they go on road trips for like twelve days at a time. and then you might come home, and play a three game series. You might be back on the road for six games.
1: and you're parked in one city for three nights. That's what I mean.
0: And so you listen, you don't have to be a genius. All you got to do is there have been books written about guys with different ladies in different cities and stuff like that. I think it would be really difficult to be the girlfriend of a ball player. That having been said, they're very young, they seem very into each other. I don't think anything would happen yet. Get the ring on her fi- get the ring on your finger first and then she's
1: golden. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Whether male or female, this works just as much as if you're a guy and you're dating a woman with a lot of money. You have to get married because otherwise if if you you can't ever have an argument until you're married. because well, uh, the one with
0: the money is holding all the marbles. They
1: hold all the power. They have hand, as they say, Jerry. Oh, they've got hand, all right. They've got hand. So I think I would probably not pick a fight short of you cheating on me. That you can't stand for. Well, of course not. But Everything you know, I- else, you know, if they are eating cereal on the couch and you don't like that, if they're uh, tracking mud into the living room. You remember the story of Andre Kirilenko?
0: You know who he is? No. Andre Kirilenko was a great basketball player for, I'm trying to think, for the Jazz or I forget who. Uh, in the NBA, and his wife, he was from Russia, I believe, his wife allowed him once a month to be with another woman in the States because she knew it was going to happen, and because she didn't want to be constantly thinking about it, she believed if she gave him the freedom once a month to go do whatever you got to do, that he would be, he'd get it out of a system. Ironically enough, he has said since, because she gave him that trust and freedom, or whatever you want to call it, like once or twice, and that was it. And it was like almost like it wasn't fun because she's letting me. She took the mystery out of it. And so he never really did. Interesting story.
1: Hmm.
0: You all find that interesting? I at do all? find
1: it interesting. I don't know how you do that, how you allow. Well, I guess your because spouse. she's back in Russia. Yeah. How are you going to control it anyway? Well, that's then you can't be married to that type
0: of person. And then, okay. Now we come back to the money. Right. And you're going to give up this lush life No, you're life married you now. You could
1: get divorced and get some cash.
0: Um, exactly my point. So I, I don't know. I just always found that an interesting story. I'm actually Googling it now because uh, I find this story would, fascinating.
1: Would you have any problem with your wife uh, making so much more money than you that you are the stay-at-home dad? I couldn't do it. You couldn't? I, I don't know that I could. It I, would feel weird I, to it you? It sounds
0: horrible to yeah. I, When we first got married, uh, Kim and I, so I've told this story before. I'm not going to give numbers because I don't need to embarrass anybody. But when we first got married, let's just say I wasn't getting wealthy working here full-time. Right. I think, mean, is that fair? Very was doing fair. doing all right. I was not getting wealthy. She had a job. She made more than me. Not going to lie. I mean, it, for whatever reason, and it shouldn't have, we were together for years, it bothered me. Yeah. I don't know why. That would bother me why. too. I think it would bother me as well. So it yeah, I mean it's it's kind of what it is, you know. We're chauvinist pigs. No, we're tradition We're
1: traditional men, Jerry. That's what we do. Traditional men. And
0: let me just get the story straight real quick. All right. I'm sorry. He was allowed to stray once a year.
1: Oh. That's different than twelve a times year. a year. I yeah. thought it
0: was once a month. It is one night a year. He is allowed, was allowed to do whatever he wants. By the way, she's a Russian pop star.
1: Oh, nice. So, you know, she was probably... Did she have that same deal since he was gone so much and she was a Russian pop star? Could she, like, sleep with the drummer once a year?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Her quote is, what's forbidden is always desirable, and athletes, particularly men, are susceptible to all the things they're offered. So it's the same way as raising children. If I tell my child, no pizza, no pizza, no pizza, what does he want more
1: than anything? Pizza. Right, but if you tell him you have pizza once a year... That's not going to be good enough. He's going to be like, "Wow, well, that was I, good pizza." I mean, I
0: think having pizza on Friday night is a little bit different than, sh- 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 I mean, right? Right. So that's the story, though. Her name is uh, Masha Lapatova. Masha Lapatova, quite attractive too. No,
1: yeah. and he was Lopatova. with the Nets for a little
0: while at the end. He
1: was, yeah, the very end.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't remember him at all. I don't know what that you is. Really, you know don't watch the Nets name. Basketball.
1: The name sounded familiar, but I but I thought he was a hockey player.
0: He was a why? Because he sounded Russian. Yeah, he
1: was a hell of a player too when he was when he was young. Really good. I used to go to Nets games when they played their home games in uh, the Rutgers gym in New Brunswick. Did you really? Yeah, when That's I was a kid. The late 70s? Yeah. I know it was before. Uh, I was born in 69, and I moved out of that house at 9 years old, so okay. it was before I, I i was 9 and under. Wow. Uh, uh, my neighbor behind us, I uh, was friends with his kid, and, and the neighbor had Nets season tickets. And I remember I used to go to all the games in the... Uh, Rutgers That's gym.
0: amazing. And then, and then they go to the <laughs> was Meadowlands. Was that the ABA
1: or that was the NBA? Uh,
0: well, the ABA, they were in Long Island. So that was when they played at the Coliseum. I th- I'm pretty sure they were in the NBA at that point, although it might have been the, the latter years of the ABA. I'm not sure. But, I mean, I covered them in the early 2000s of the Meadowlands, and I covered them when they were horrendous, and then I got to cover them when they were really good. And to see the difference between having 7,000 people in the building and having 15,000, 16,000, what a difference.
1: Did people talk about the Nets championships when they were here on FAN when they were running? Not much. I mean,
0: Jason Kidd got got some talk, and when they were in the finals, they'd get some play. But no, I mean, if you open the phone for Net Talk, you get a couple of calls, and then people want to talk about the Knicks we're going to do in the the offseason.
1: And same with the Devils when they made their Stanley Cup runs. It
0: is what it is. I mean, they're Jersey-based teams. This radio station was built on the Jets, Giants, Knicks, and Rangers. Remember when this radio station first got going, we had at one time Knicks, Rangers, Jets, and Giants, which was wild because I remember I was doing, boy, I was producing Giants football in a back studio, and we were on 1027 FM, and the Jets were on the fan, and then you have a Knick game at night and a Ranger game. I mean, it was crazy the amount of games we had. So our radio station was based on that fan base, and the New York sports fan is based on the teams from forever. It's really hard to break through. Yeah. So, but uh yeah, it's interesting.
1: Jerry, I was seeing online that uh since Rob Ryan was fired by the Saints, that he was up in uh, Buffalo with his brother Rex and he was all decked out in uh, the Buffalo Bills gear. I guess being a coach up there, and I wondered how is that legal? Can like and why wouldn't every team just bring in 9,000 coaches and now your defense has 15 uh Defensive coordinators.
0: Well, I don't think uh, he was coaching. He was wearing the gear. There's no question. Uh, And maybe he will hire him. Who knows? But I don't think it's unusual. I mean, I covered the Jets for a couple of years. There are guys that will come out. Sometimes high school coaches will be invited to come out and watch. Um, I don't know that this is any different. Maybe it is. I I don't know. We'll find out. But, I mean, I've seen that before where guys have come out to kind of, you know, observe or whatever the case may be. I think this is a little odd just because it's Rob and Rex. And people have been wondering if these two are going to team up and coach at some point. It's never happened. I don't think it's a good idea. But, yeah, I mean, it certainly is going to turn heads when you see that
1: long, flowing hair there. (laughs) Uh, Rex Ryan may be one of those guys who everyone thought was going to do great things and just never catches on Well, You
0: know, the thing, I agree with you. The thing about Rex Ryan, or did you say Rob or Rex you were talking about? I was talking about Rex. The thing about Rex is, and I guess you have to fault him for taking the job, and we don't know the answer to Tyrod Taylor yet, though. But in both scenarios, with the Jets and now here, what's the quarterback situation been like? You know, the whole thing again, and we're not going to spend any time rehashing it, but you look at the Jets' talent this year to what he was given last year, you can make the argument he did actually a decent job last year. Right. And he got run out of town because he had a horrendous GM, all of a sudden Todd Bowles comes in, McCagden's done a great job stocking the pantry again with talent, and they're winning, so... You know, I don't know. We'll, we got to see how the season plays out. The Jets' schedule is really tough down the, down the stretch. They got to play in Dallas. Not that that should be that difficult of a game. Still a road game in primetime. The Cowboys should play relatively well, you would think. I mean, they still have to play, I forget who. They got to play the Patriots still. That's not an easy game. This Titan game's not going to be easy. Right. So, who knows? Very interesting, though.
1: Then I saw this, Jerry. Uh, there's a safety named Shiloh Keo, if I'm saying that correctly. Well, he was uh, out of uh, football, and he tweeted to Broncos uh, defensive uh, fella there, Wade Phillips. He tweeted to him. Right. He said, didn't want to pick me up, huh? Question mark. To which Wade Phillips wrote back, uh, Keo, uh Josh was in camp with us. I guess they picked up a different guy. Last week, the Broncos, uh, well, I've really screwed this up. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. Rewind. Here, r- 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 I'll r- 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 read it. Safety Shiloh Keo put himself on the Broncos' radar, and now he can say it was a good move because he now has a spot on the team. Oh, okay. He had noticed that Denver overlooked him when they signed Josh Bush, and he didn't really like that. So he wrote to uh, Wade Phillips on Twitter, didn't want to pick me up, huh, because they took the other guy. So they Wade took Phillips Bush. took Bush. Wade Phillips wrote him back and say that Josh Bush was with us in camp the first four games. You know how much I think of you. Hope little Keo is doing well, his son. Right? Yes. So then Shiloh wrote back, I hear you. Still the same system, though. He can do well in the system. And then what happens? They sign him. Good for that. And by the way, you know the best part of the whole story is? Wade Phillips on Twitter. Yeah, answering people. Oh, yes, Wade Phillips. He's like 90. How about this? This is his Twitter handle. Son of bum. I saw that. I did I did yeah, I like see that, that when I saw this story. That's kind of cool, actually. It's a Son cool handle. Bum. Good and for you, him. You know, I was thinking this Shiloh Keo now that he's on the team with Wade Phillips. Probably owes him a gift.
0: Oh, he definitely owes him a gift. Where's I, he gonna go for that oh, gift?
1: I was thinking he would go to touchofmodern.com, Jerry. Oh. Because I know like, that Wade Phillips is kind of an outdoorsy guy. And yes, they have a he section is. on the website uh where you can buy Awesome gifts for guys that are outdoorsy. And as you mentioned, Wade Phillips, Jerry, he's on Twitter, so he's probably got himself an iPhone. Well, at mm. uh, TouchOfModern.com, you can also get Wade Phillips an iPhone case, an iPhone charger. Something cool for Wade Phillips' office wall, Jerry. And you know where they're going to get this? Paul? Where?
0: In the Holiday Hub at TouchOfModern.com. Now, modern. what is that? Com. Well, you mentioned he's kind of outdoorsy probably, right? So you would go to touchofmodern.com and you would click on the adventurer. You mentioned he's got an iPhone because he's on Twitter, right? So you need, like, cool gears and gizmos and stuff like that. You go to the gadgeteer section.
1: Yeah, it's, it's 30 days of deals here, Jerry. That means, 30 days of deals. That means 30 days where they have good deals. I mean, it's very simple. 30 days of deals touchofmodern.com is where you want to go. You can get the touchofmodern.com app for your phone and when you're not tweeting at players, you can be checking out the touchofmodern.com app where you can see you just scroll right through all the gifts, Jerry. That's what I do. Just scroll right through. And in fact, uh Eddie was telling me how close Christmas is. What yes, is today's date? We're a couple of weeks away. Today's December tenth. 10th. Now, Christmas is the day. 25th. Yes. So that's 15 days away. Right. If you're not, I don't really count. Two this weeks in a day. Two weeks in a day. That's it, man. Here it comes. And you don't want to go to a store and wait in line like no, some loser. No, no, go to touchofmodern.com.
0: They have unbelievable pricing, too. You can't beat it. And with new sales literally launching every day, touchofmodern.com is the one website to find gifts for everyone on your list, all the while offering the best prices on the web. So. Now- Right now, listeners, our listeners, get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today. You don't want to miss the perfect gift. And,
1: Jerry, you had a nice moment on Twitter today. I did, actually. very rare. And I was very
0: surprised because, so I got home last night. I had Columbia against Manhattan. Very disappointed. Craig didn't ask to hear my call, but that's okay. Had a thrilling win. Big three with, with, with seven seconds to go, but that's Okay. And so I didn't get home until late, and my son, who's now 11, and really into the baseball, and we really had a blast with the World Series and the playoffs and all that, he leaves me you know, a little, uh, what are those things called? Post-it note. A little post-it note that, you know, whatever it read, something along the lines of, hey, Dad, just in case you missed it, you know, the Mets made a a trade for Neil Walker, and he wrote, good player for John Nish, you know, love Matthew, and that was cool. And I thought that was great. And I also knew driving home, the news broke about Estrubal Cabrera. So I'm like, you know what? Let me return the favor, so he'll wake up. He'll know that they got a new shortstop. So I put it next to it and everything. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I took a picture of it just because I thought it was neat. I'm driving in and I'm like, you know what? I should put that on Twitter just to see that there are kids out there that are still into it. That was really what I was thinking, right? And I was blown away um, by the reaction uh, that I got. People thought it was the coolest thing, and I, w- I thought I'd get someone be like, a oh, just sappy son of you know, but nothing. It was more like. At last check, I think I had like 268 likes. The amount of retweets was off the charts. And I'm getting reaction and response from people. Don't follow me. I don't follow them. So it really got out there. I just thought it was really cool. So,
1: Now, will yeah. you save that post-it note? I don't know. I mean, I got the picture.
0: Right. So I guess I could. I mean, listen. One day, if you have kids, you'll see. You save so much. You st- In the beginning, you save everything. In the beginning, you save. I mean, Kim's got, I mean, just... Boxes full of stuff from Matthew, and for Joseph, she's got a folder. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now we save all the important stuff. There's no question. But, I mean, yeah, it it gets to be a little bit much. Maybe I will because people told me I should do that. Yeah. So that having been said. It's not the last time we've done this. We used to do that uh, playoff games for hockey. If he would fall asleep, I'd always leave him the score so we'd see it in the morning or if we're watching a game, he fell asleep. We've done it before. This was just a little bit different.
1: Here's what you do. You save all those notes. In a couple years, Jerry, you turn that into a book. I like that. Notes for Dad. That was done already. Oh. I think Jim Nance did that. He wrote a book about oh, that. Oh, right. I'm pretty sure he did. Jerry, I'm not sure if you saw this, and I know you have to run to do an update. I do. Uh, th- this happened in uh, the, the Toys R Us in Wachung, which is near where I live Wachung. out in, in, uh, in Basking Ridge area. And it happened here in New Hampshire, too. Uh, you know, uh, Toys R Us and Walmart, they both have layaway programs. Yeah, sure. So what's been happening around uh, in some in some places are... People are observing families putting things away on layaway that look like they don't have the money for Christmas. But they see these families putting uh, these items away for layaway. And anonymous people are going in and paying the layaway off. So when the people come in to get there to pay down more money to get the Christmas gifts... Have been already paid for by a stranger. How about that? Look at that. That's very nice. Look, we have two nice stories in a row. You posting something on Twitter and not getting bashed, and me talking about uh, people paying off um, people's layaway items. Not
0: everybody sucks.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about getting some items, just putting them on layaway, hoping someone will buy them for me. i got to go. Can you finish? Oh, this is, I'm finished, Jerry. This is it. I mean. Oh. Have a nice weekend. Oh, take it easy, Jerry. Jerry's going to run in and do a ten ten wins update right now. We taped this podcast uh, after the Boomer and Carton show, but Jerry still has responsibilities on the Joe and Evan show to do his updates on the twenties, the twenty forty, and the top of the hour. Jerry also does updates on ten ten wins at least twice an hour uh, after the Boomer Carton show ends at ten o'clock. So we tape this podcast in between. We t- we tape it in two segments. I don't know if you could ever hear the edit. Normally the edit is when we come back out of the first little break we do the commercial. We didn't do that today, but normally that's what we do. Okay, well let's see. Uh, it is uh, Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. We don't do a post game on Friday. Let me see what I have going on this weekend. If you don't, if you'll indulge me. I'm not sure if you're still listening, but uh, oh, I'm going to go see Jim Gaffigan on Saturday night. He's playing at Madison Square Garden. That should be pretty cool. Although I've never seen a comedian in a giant arena like that. I hope it's uh I hope it's good. He's hilarious though. And he's clean. He's a clean hilarious comic. And I also uh, posted on the Al's Boring podcast. I did a really interesting interview that I posted this week with Travis Rogers. Now Travis Rogers was Jim Rome's writer and producer for I think 14 15 years somewhere in there. And it's really interesting uh talk with him about uh, what that process was like what the the pressure was of uh, writing uh, a three-hour radio, national radio show every day um, and the stress of that and then he and Jim parted ways and now he is hosting his own show on ESPN in Los Angeles and on Yahoo radio so give that a check that out at Al's boring podcast we will see you on this podcast on Monday it's the Stars of the show, Al and Jerry.